Robots Radio presents Rated M for Mature. Welcome back, everybody, to the Download Weekly Gaming News. I am your glorious host, Jameson. And I am your other glorious host, Brenna. This is going to be an interesting episode. Because we can touch each other. His leg hair is touching me. Whoa. Whoa. Your... My leg hair is touching you. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa there, everybody. Uh, yeah, so we're we're together in person. It's freaking me out. It is It is. I it can is hear different. you. I know. Do you want to go get under the blanket on the bed? No. I can go and I don't have the extra microphone anymore. I brought it. Oh, did you really? Yeah, I did. Oh my. That's funny. Uh so yeah, we're back. This is gonna be quite something. Don't don't look at things. Don't touch things. Just stop, Brenna. God. <laughs> so uh now I click things. This is bad. That needs to go away. Distractions. Uh, so yeah, this you can already tell what a hot mess this is going to be. Um, but we, yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna do it. Oh, give me a little cheers, a little a little suit shoot. Oh God, that's thick. <laughs> oh, please, sir. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. It's yeah, it's thick and it's milky and it's just You're giving people ideas. It's it's creamy, Brenna. Nope. Why do you do this to me? You're going to screw this up without your notes outline. That's okay. Uh, so to start us off, PlayStation has finally revealed something novel. Uh, we're getting two new DualSense control colors. We're getting Midnight Black, which they kind of teased before uh, way back, and we're getting Cosmic Red. The Cosmic Red's more of like a... Velvet. Yeah, like a maroon, yeah. like almost like Thanos. Yeah. Like I, like, I feel like I'm, like, stroking the face of Thanos. Please don't say that to me right now. Like, his chin, just no, running my fingers the, through, through his, his chin. Through his, like, lines in the chin? Yeah, his grizzled yeah. chin. Please don't do that. What Grizzle, do you think? The Grimace chin? or what? <laughs> Grimace <laughs> from McDonald's. Oh, goodness. You know what would be even better, though, is if PlayStation finally started selling, like, the plates that for PlayStations that we all know and want yeah i I really like that because it has the capability just to pop it off Mm -hmm. i mean i've seen people do custom ones where you you get them painted and it's really nice i mean they are white i could just pop them off and send them to somebody to paint and it would be really nice yeah Yeah. um which is cool but super expensive indeed pokimane decided to troll everybody by doing a hot tub stream except she wasn't actually wearing uh, a bikini she wore a t-shirt with a bikini on it fully clothed with all of her friends to kind of mess with everybody i think that's that's I perfectly fine that's good humor yeah that's good that's I good mean, humor. i don't like them or the hot tub streaming but that's funny no the amount of clicks though that must have gotten when she announced that the amount of people clicking in hoping to see her in a swimsuit well with multiple people Multiple people, too. She was there with uh, people like Lily Pichu, uh, Disguised Toast, and Scara. They ate dinner, drank, and uh, just chatted in a hot tub. Sounds like a pretty pretty nice evening to yeah, me. I'm not going to lie. I wish I had a hot tub. But then again, their hot tubs are like just inflatable pools and rooms. How do you drain that? 
I actually didn't think maybe I mm, they probably have a bucket that they have to get. That's a, a lot of work. That is a ton of work. Unless they put chlorine in it. No, but like what happens if it leaks? Your computer's in that room and like Well, it better not be on the floor. <sighs> Weird. Weird. I don't know what that is. Um so we've also got E3 coming up, so news is going to be pretty dang scarce the next couple weeks. Uh, and a lot and lot of people are speculating that Bethesda will be revealing uh, Starfield, which is the uh, space RPG. It's chunky, isn't it? I got it? some chunks. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't really want to drink anymore. Well, too bad. Uh, we have a better one back there. <laughs> I kind of just want to pour it out. Uh-oh. Well, let's power through. Uh, all right. Um, so there's a lot of speculation that we'll see something about Starfield at E3. And more people are even speculating uh, about what system it's going to be on. There's People are concerned that it's only going to be Xbox and PC and not PlayStation. Though they have stated before that they will not be changing exclusivity uh, for any systems, that they would be honoring it for all current in-development games when they acquire Bethesda. So as of right now... I want to get too concerned about it being um, PlayStation exclusive or Xbox exclusive. And if it is, all the more reason for you to just buy a PC. Yeah. Master Race. That's the best way to do it all. Indeed. Uh, we are fastly approaching June 1st, which means all companies swap out their logos for rainbow colored logos. And some companies have already gotten a jump start with the past week we had May 17th, which apparently is International Day Against Homophobia, Transphobia, and Biphobia, with the abbreviation I-D-A-H-O-T-B. So they are celebrating I-D-A-H-O-T-B and supporting the LGBTQIA plus community. It pains me so it's too much. It, it is all too much. Why can't we just say, like, just homophobia? Why is homophobia not enough? I, because <sighs> Brennan and I have deep-seated issues with the community that it's it's the complete opposite of what it was intended to be now. And it's kind of unfortunate. It's supposed to be inclusive, and I get that. But we're running into, you're going to lose people. We're, we're running into the point where where it's become uninclusive because of all of the the tags and the titles. And I do appreciate, though, that a lot of these companies do make efforts during this time to support, you know, good charities like the It's Get Better Project or the Trevor Project. That's all good stuff. I definitely support them doing that. Uh, I wish they would do that more than just one month or one day a year. Right. But, you know, sometimes you just got to take what you can get. Seriously. Um, Sony has filed a patent for a betting service on PlayStation. Uh, supposedly they are testing out uh, esports betting that allows you to bet physical currency, cryptocurrency, or even in-game items. Sounds a lot like these. Yes, the <laughs> CS:GO betting that used to be pretty prevalent before. Sure, but at least this is on sports. It's technically on sports so it's probably under different laws i will hurt you <laughs> oh god why do you do that <laughs> no uh yeah technically yes 
So it'll be interesting to see what it what it looks like when it finally um, gets all put together. If it ever yeah. gets to the point, this is true. This is true. I could definitely see some countries, especially Europe, just straight banning this. Yeah, I mean the U.S. will probably let it slide. Probably, probably. You know, you don't have to sit there with Baby Yoda if you're like struggling to like scoot around him. Definitely not. <laughs> okay, there's a massive, massive plushy baby Yoda in my lap right now, and I'm holding it with all love and care. You are. You are, and you keep stroking him. He's it's very, very soft. It really is very soft. It's very nice, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Fall Guys developers, Metatonic, accidentally leaked their source code onto Steam. Big mistake. I mean, I think this is only going to be hilarious at this point. You know, but then the problem is it's just going to be a whole new thing with cheaters now. I mean, it's Fall Guys. You would be surprised how many cheaters was. are there on Fall Guys. Yeah, it's I really It really just ruins the fun when it's a fun, wholesome game like that. And it just, it just leaks. I'm ready to see the weird skins and content like that more than anything i would love for fall guys to add like the steam workshop and to do custom skins and that kind of stuff that would be bonkers yes yes it would quickly become like the vr oh uh, it would be disgusting there would be fall guys with extremely long legs and it would be creepy as hell with other long appendages oh no 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 i would show you the way (laughs) <laughs> I immediately went to VR, like the Russia, mm-hmm. everything. That's what I thought, too. Especially, yeah, especially since it's Fall Guys and it's like running along a course. <laughs> oh, my God. I would show you the way. I will show you the way. Go. Everyone starts running. That would be fun for Fall Guys to add emotes and stuff. Like, yeah. uh, I know they have it, but like to why you're running, why you can do like little sound bits. and that, Yeah, and sound things. bits would be cool. Uh, I'm very excited for this game. I think this will be a fun one for Brenda and I to play. It's uh, Dungeons & Dragons Dark Alliance. It's a four-player co-op kind of hack-and-slash game. And Xbox has announced that it will be included in the Xbox Game Pass at launch. Which, that's just... Oh, God. Game Pass is getting so good. Like, they're just... So many titles are just getting added to it. Yeah. And it, it's hard to argue when it's like 10 bucks and it's like, here's 200 games. Oh, wait. Also in these 200 games is a bunch of like current titles that came out within the last year. Oh, and wait, let me just give you some launch titles that you normally have to pay $60 to own. I mean, it's hard to argue with that. It really is. I still have a feeling that Xbox is overstretching. Maybe. Maybe it, it, it it's still, a worrisome thing. Yes, it, it still definitely needs some needs some work. A brisk seven minute walk. I can do it. You can do it. I can do it. Um, <laughs> so also last week, there has been uh, escalating conflict in Palestine and Israel uh, over the Gaza Strip. And there is a huge issue last week with IGN in regards to a um, Palestine charity post on how to help the civilians that are uh, suffering or, you know, just caught up in the in the crossfire. And it's just, there's been a lot of outspoken issues 
about it, people taking the side of Israel, people taking the side of Palestine. And, you know, we're, we're not going to, to get in the middle of it, but it, it very much escalated with IGN because they posted an article about a charity. And I think it was IGN, like in the Middle East, it was one of their sub branches. And the article quickly got pulled down by the parent company, which resulted in uh, tons and tons of IGN employees writing an open letter to management and to everybody about their views on uh, censorship by the the media con- media conglomerate J2 Global, and they didn't respond. Um, Game Informer's parent company also didn't respond, which is GameStop. It was just... Oh, it's a huge mess. It is a huge mess. And it's it's good that a ceasefire has been reached, but it would be much (laughs) it'd be much nicer if if for now, for now, unfortunately, it's unfortunately, it's a very contested area of the Middle East, not just between Israel and Palestine, but just historically, historically between uh, Jews, Christians, Muslims. It's just, it's a very, very divisive area. And it, it's a hot mess and half of it, Jerusalem government versus, you know, the people, the city of it, wow. Civilians that live there. So it may not even connect with their own people and the things that the government is doing. Yeah. And I don't think there's an issue with them, sharing charities for people that care because people that care will go out and donate people that won't care will just you know gloss past it but the fact that it got taken down i i definitely agree with the staff of ign that that was the right decision to call that out is because that's just that's just censorship well and it's not that it was promoting one side or the other it was people that have been affected by what's going on in the middle east yes or people that just want to generally offer humanitarian aid to people that are caught up in the conflict because there are just innocent civilians oh a ton in the middle of it so uh not really gaming news but it is important to recognize yeah yeah it's important though to recognize uh you know some of the more critical issues that are happening um that's not important, really. So, speaking of the hot tub streams, uh, streamer Amarath. Oh God, what is? Do not watch that. I don't. I don't. No. We don't need back. to watch that. Get out of it. I can't. Please help stuck. us. So, streamer Amarath, um, she got like almost like shadow banned. She is one of the leading hot tub streamers. Uh, I can't remember who the other person was that was. We 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 talked about her recently about her being like the. The head behind it anyway so she got shadow banned they blocked all advertising on her channel so she's making zero dollars except from uh donations, subs. Yeah. yeah subs and donations but you know for some of those bigger streamers the advertising is where some of the like real money is at just the right. people clicking into to view so that was a pretty pretty just you know ew huge deal so the it was exo ariel who was the the one that was uh leading the whole yeah she she claims to be the the founder of the hot tub that meta. is not something to claim she she enjoys it so uh and she even got like and so it's even it's so weird to see like people like some of these people like 
putting on blast some of the some women putting on blast other women over the hot tub streams it's it's a whole weird issue that's like just, they're not doing it right <sighs> or like your hot tub stream sucks I, yeah i don't know and they're talking about it being like sex it's just it's a whole deal why and is this how has this even become a problem it's because Twitch doesn't enforce their rules is the problem. Twitch has very clear-cut rules. These rules, this the hot tub streams clearly push the boundary of what is allowable for those rules. The rules are, there ain't no rules. <laughs> it certainly seems that way. They just keep getting younger. So rather than Twitch trying to come up with a solution, uh, they instead decided to add, instead of just chatting, you know, which is where the hot tub streams have been, they have decided to add a like stream channel for uh, hot tubs, pools, and beaches. So you? if you're so if you're going to do a hot tub stream, you got to stream in that channel and then abide by all of Twitch's rules. And additionally, Twitch has also announced they will be adding a series of tags to uh, add to your stream as a streamer, where you can identify. Uh, your race you can identify your gender you can identify your sexual orientation and you can even identify uh your mental capabilities if you so wish or physical capabilities this sounds a lot like another website that you can go to it's just it's people it's hilarious to see we're, we're literally coming almost full circle to the point where it's like this isn't racism or discrimination this is like woke stuff but it's just racism and discrimination wearing a different hat like i i get that i get that like lgbtq streamers want to like maybe identify themselves so if people like who specifically want to go watch and support lgbtq streamers they can go find them but there's so many other ways to do that and adding all of these tags is just almost in a way promoting reverse racism because now I can just go through and just block tags that I don't like if I am a, you know, incel dude on the internet that just doesn't like things. I, th this all kind of sounds like a porn website at this <laughs> point. I mean, they really added a hot tub area, and they're probably going to start adding more sections. This is just getting out of control. Yeah. <sighs> it's going to be like a live stream cam site. It's going to be clickbait. We're, there is such a thing as too much progress. Twitch Twitch is pushing that boundary. They, they need to stick to their rules. That's it. They just need to enforce the rules is what they literally just need to do. Um, yeah, crazy. Crazy. Um, Ubisoft has also, uh, as they're gearing up for many of their upcoming lawsuits, um... They just unfortunately haven't really dealt with a lot of the accusations from the past year, and they have not really done well at implementing any of their changes to promote diversity and to combat harassment and sexual harassment within their company after all the stuff that came out last year. So it's just... It, the lawsuits are good because it's going to keep holding these companies accountable. And it's not just gaming companies, it's companies everywhere. And just certain behavior is just unacceptable on any level. 
and it's important that it gets addressed and called out and dealt with because otherwise it just goes on for like in Ubisoft's case, like almost 20 years, this one yes. guy was at the company and he was just, he was known for that. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Mark. Yeah. Now watch out for Mark. Like that shouldn't be a thing. Uh, death loop is also, uh, in the works and, um, PC gamer kind of got a first look at it and they're saying that it's very much like a extreme version of dishonored. Did you ever play dishonored? I think it's still in like literally wrapped in plastic and sitting on a shelf. I, I couldn't get into it. It it was the first person aspect. Actually, I had a hard time. I did play dishonored. It was so clunky that I just got rid of it. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Fair enough. So uh, a lot of people are very excited though about death loop. And uh, I frankly was very turned off after I saw what the graphics looked like and the actual gameplay looks like it just, it, the concept sounded cool, but then when I saw the application, just wasn't for me. Um, Internet support, Internet Explorer will finally see its end. June 2022, Internet Explorer will be retired and it will be no longer available for download or use. Granted, Microsoft Edge is still a thing, which is like a newer rebranding. It's the same thing. I That's unfortunate. I... Yeah, not great. Not great. Um, in other sad news, the creator of Berserk, Kentaro uh, Miyuhara, uh, he passed away this past week uh, or two weeks ago. He was 54 years old, and he was the creator of one of the top-selling uh, comics of all time. Apparently, he had a acute aortic dissection. Breno, what is that? Oh, his heart filled. Thank you, Breno. <laughs> uh, so he originally debuted uh, in 1989 with Berserk, and it became one of the best-selling manga of all time, including having numerous animes. I mean, that's like that's like 30 years of drawing. Yes, <laughs> crazy. Uh, and so it's, and Berserk even served as the inspiration uh, for many video game franchises, including Final Fantasy, Dark Souls, and Bloodborne. So uh, he was truly a uh, uh, giant in the manga universe. So um, that's sad. Very sad, and unfortunately, a little too a little too common. Um, just gotta take care, gotta take good care of yourself. Uh, there is a mod out there for Resident Evil Village where every time you look at Lady Demestro, her hat grows bigger. It's absolutely absurd. It gets pretty dang large. Like, just... <laughs> I've seen a few of them where... So you're running around, it keeps getting bigger, the person keeps giggling, and then finally, this in this particular one, they look over, they're standing near the fireplace... And uh, they're not looking at you. And the, the hat is like the whole room, the, the entire room. And then they, the lady Demoscro or whatever stares at you and you can't see a damn thing. But you know that their face is towards you and the brim of the hat is just. And when she like goes through the doors and she has to bend down to walk <laughs> through the doors and it's just the massive hat just leading the way. It's it's super silly. Uh, Blizzard has also announced uh, some upcoming changes for Overwatch 2, including reducing it from 6v6 to 5v5 
as well as making some changes to the specific uh, characters you can select. So a lot of people are super unhappy about this to the point where Blizzard has just started deleting posts from their AMA about this that have to do with the 5v5. Like, they're just straight not having it. I mean, okay, there is there is a half of it where consumers need to be heard, but there's the other half of where designers are their own designers, and they're going to do what they want, and you can't bully everyone like that. Well, so part of the change uh, people believe is, like, one... Uh, you know, Blizzard has failed to uh, properly balance Overwatch. So they think by reducing the meta to five characters per team, it will make it easier to balance. And secondly, there's a lot of speculation that this is due to uh, declining player numbers. Hmm. So it'll make it easier for matchmaking purposes. I mean, that's really going to screw up a lot of professional teams. But you also got to remember, like, you can't develop your game around what the professionals are doing because if you watch the professionals... They're doing, like, stupid stuff. Yeah. Like, just nonsensical things that 90% of the other players are not doing. Right. They're, like, using their ability to get them in this one area, and it doesn't make any sense. No one would ever do that. Yeah. Crazy. The former head of the Monolith uh, Studios, who developed Shadow of Mordor, great game. Great game. Great game. Is now heading up a division within EA making a open world adventure game. Uh, so Kevin Stevens is the former studio head at Monolith and uh, responsible for Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War, the Middle Earth games, uh, which if you remember those, they were kind of like the Batman games, but Lord of the Rings. I had a, so much fun playing Shadow of Mordor. I didn't get very far into Shadow of War, but uh, the Nemesis system was probably one of the most creative things to come out of gaming during those years. So uh, it'll be very interesting to see what uh, what he's working on in the in the future. Yeah, I mean, open world coming from the people that made Shadow of Mordor that sounds great to me. I mean, it's I wouldn't say it's un out. It, I wouldn't say it's out of the realm of possibility that he is working on uh, Dragon Age. Dragon Age? Not not out of the realm of possibility. Dragon Age, you say? Dragon Age, I do say. Um, Microsoft has added a xCloud app to their Surface Duo, which is that uh, Surface book that, you know, the screen, Folds like, in. yes, opens yeah. up. So, Remember uh, when my brain melted and I saw that a few years ago at CES? Yes, yes, it was ridiculous. So it basically almost plays like a Nintendo 3DS once you have it open and running. Like one screen is, you know, controls and then the other screen is your display. Yeah, gameplay. So it's pretty dang cool. Um, the xCloud definitely does need some tweaking though to just make it run a little bit smoother, but that's just something that all game streaming services are encountering just because of the sheer amount of data that has to be streamed all at once. It's, it's not surprising. So, uh, they'll just have to come up with a nice, like, uh, middle, middle ground. And then lastly, today we have uh, Square Enix is going to be announcing soon a new Final Fantasy spinoff game uh, being developed by Ninja Theory is the uh, the sub-studio or Team Ninja. And the game will be called Final Fantasy Origins. We have no idea about what the game will be about, uh, but we do know that it will probably be revealed at uh, E3. It will be PlayStation 5 exclusive with a later PC release. 
So we'll just have to wait and see. But E3, I think we can expect to see a lot of big games because of 2020. A lot of these big exclusive titles got delayed and we just got all these new next-gen consoles. So I feel like Sony and Xbox are really rearing to reveal some stuff. Here's my thinking. What's your thinking? That nobody, and you can see this in the movie theaters as well, nobody wants to release what they have because they don't want it to flop, right? They want big numbers, they want big box office. So I feel like video games have done the same. They have so much that they want to share, but they can't because they want better numbers. E3 seems like the place where it's going to be almost like old E3 because everyone has been waiting this whole year to actually release and show what they have. I think so. And then I think also just with the console shortages and everything, I think the studios are also trying to time releases and announcements of all these games so that way they can spread them out over a decent amount of time um, rather than, you know, pre-COVID where we had a whole bunch of games just all at once. COVID is slowing down the gaming industry, which I think is necessary. I think it's a good thing as long as it means the developers will make good games. This is true. They can pump out crap games and then hold them. But I think the whole industry needs to slow the F down. We don't need yearly titles. Agreed. Agreed. So a little bit shorter episode this week. Uh, There again, there isn't really just there isn't much news as of late with everything going on. So, uh, you know, pre all these summer announcements. So it will just kind of be like what it was last year where there was like just a month of nothing and then boom, just like three months of everything. Um, so we're still, we're not sure yet when we're going to do our state of the podcast, but that is coming up. We always do that in June, uh, because June 4th, I believe is the beginning of our, our third year podcasting. It will be. Yes. Crazy. Crazy is right. Crazy indeed. Uh, God, can you believe two years ago we went to E3? Yeah. I was hobbling around two years ago. I know we were just actually talking about that earlier. Um, so that's going to do it for for this week, guys. Uh, thank you all to who keep supporting us. We have a ton of big announcements for you guys that we're just chomping at the bit to share with you. But we really, 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 really want to wait until everything is like perfect and yeah. all set in stone before we before we share with you. Um, so it'll be big announcements this summer for us as well. Uh, thank you to those who support us on Patreon. I don't have my thing Dr. up right Brandroid, now. Brandroid, Miller, uh, Cyber, Cyber Shorty, Old Stray. Cyber Shorty, Old Stray Dog, uh, T-Nugget, Coolfire93. Uh, I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. No, I no, said, oh, I said wait. I'm out of order. Oh, no, no, no. There was one more. There was one more. Uh, oh, God. Why do I hear oh. sheep in my head? Nope, not all the sheep. Oh, man. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. It's, oh, uh, God. Where is it? Uh, I think we got it. Start, no, it's the D. Durka. 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 Sorry, Durka. Oh, we're going to get in trouble for that one. <laughs> uh, so thank you guys for supporting us. You know where to find us online. Uh, again, big changes coming soon. Can't wait to announce. Good luck. Have fun, everybody. And remember, keep your goose loose. Right. Are you into the cyberpunk tabletop games or excited for Cyberpunk 2077? Are you looking to brush up on the lore? stay up on all the latest news and talk about the game when it comes out check out the cyberpunk lorecast a show from robots radio with me your host robots 
We'll go over all the details you need to know about the world, characters, and story of Cyberpunk. Available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Tom. And I'm Stuart. And we're from the Dungeons & Dragons Lorecast. We talk about all things connected to D&D lore. And we're on the Robots Radio Network. So if you're into Dungeons and Dragons or you're into lore, then come check us out. You can find us on any podcatcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get podcasts. Roll more dice. That's the Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast.